0: You're listening to the Mobcast now. Hello
1: and welcome to your, uh, your award-winning Triple Name Sports <laughs> Show.
0: We got that title now. We,
1: we earned that. Um, last year, I don't know if I've talked about it on the air, last year I was named Radio Student of the Year for 2014, and today at the Media Summit here on campus in Institute West Virginia, my co-host was able to, to say that he was named Radio Student of the Year for 2015, so wanna, I was going to say I want to be the first to congratulate you, <laughs> but I was not there were all kinds of people today walking up to you, even the mystery man who... Yeah,
0: even even people I didn't know was coming up to me and uh, congratulating me, so... So, you know,
1: congratulations. Um, that's awesome. It's it's a huge, huge honor, because there's a lot of people, you know, that are involved in the whole radio side of things here on campus. I don't
0: know. I'm waiting I'm, I'm until, like, I go home and, like, no go back to my hometown, and people were like, we were hit, and people, did you be hit like two, I was no no, like a whole department.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's, you know, again, don't want to make light of anything, but yeah, that's awesome, and just want to, you know, real quick, just congratulate you for the students of the year, actually. Don't want to get too, you know, high and mighty on our own high hours, but, you know, we're pretty important. We earned that title. We earned that, back to back. Now all we need is Stevenson, Jose Rogel, who is the third member of our team to to pick up that award next year. Yeah, the so third, we're rooting for you, Stevenson.
0: Well, yeah, the third member of the of the three stages.
1: <laughs> the rightful heir to the set. He's actually, you know, the third, three name sports show. That's how we came up with the name. Was each of us except for El Jefe Loco have three names. You know, I'm Aaron Lynch Kelly Stevenson. Is Stevenson to Jose rogel and then
0: my name is Jeff. Yeah. And then
1: then we have you know old boy two name You know, two <laughs> names. have <Kate> Penny.
0: My name is <laughs> Jeff Penny.
1: But, yeah, so, that's, again, just want to congratulate you on that. Want to, you know, I really had a great time today at the Media Summit. Um, and the I, I contracted a lot of sugar. Yeah, yeah, you had to eat a lot of sugar because uh, your body was throwing so fit. And it, it was a great day, though, to, Yeah, to do that. There was all kinds of muffins and donuts and candy and, and cake. Coffee. Yeah, you were in, you were in a sugar heaven.
0: Oh, yeah, I was sitting on my, my mind is telling me no... <laughs> body, my body is telling me yes. <laughs> and you can tell we have fun sometimes.
1: <laughs> and before we get too off track, want to rein us back in. Uh, we got a busy show today. We're recording in a new studio. It actually we're recording in a closet, uh, like a storage room. It's it's kind of cool. Um, if you listen to the network. It's, we're recording in the same place that Scotty and I recorded earlier in the week for the Mopcast, uh, the weekly Mopcast. So uh, it's it's different. It's a different yeah. view. I, very uh, uh, very secluded.
0: M- yeah, very secluded. Very uh,
1: claustrophobia. If the Terminator uh, or like not Terminator, um, the Stephen. Have you seen the Stephen King movie where the machines come alive? I think and so. Kill maximum Overdrive. If Maximum Overdrive was a real thing, we'd be dead in a heartbeat.
0: Uh, I know. I could see that mic over there eyeballing me. You're <laughs> we
1: surrounded by technology. Um, but, yeah, you know, NASCAR. NASCAR Talk with El Jefe Loco is right now.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen. The, as we sing, uh, we basically got a little taste of a, of, a, uh, of a night race this past Sunday with all the... Um, rain delays. Yeah, the rain delays. And, yes, I did figure out why a lot of people got upset about that. Um, obviously, I didn't because I was eating a juicy, bona fide New York strip steak. So, you so care less what was going on. Yeah, I could care less that it was raining. I was just wanting to see some racing. But a lot of people got upset because NASCAR didn't call the race, and there was like five laps left, and they went over five or six laps because of the of the caution. So you know that's why a lot of people got upset about that. But yeah, we got we got a little bit of a taste of short track Saturday night, and uh, this weekend we actually are uh, at a short at a short track Saturday night under the lights. And uh, this week in the NASCAR Sprint Cup Series, we are traveling to the historic Richmond International Speedway, located okay, none other than Rick, Richmond, Virginia, for some No reason. way. Yeah, for some reason, <laughs> I wrote down Richmond International Speedway for Richmond, Virginia. Uh, the track was opened in 1946. Uh, Richmond International Speedway is one of the few tracks of the NASCAR circuit to host all of its races under the lights. It used to not be that way back in the day of, uh, of Richard Petty and all of them. Uh, the king, Richard Petty, holds almost all the records at this track, with, ex- with an exception of a few. The records he, he does hold is most wins at 13, most top fives at 34, most top tens at 41, most starts at 63, most polls, he's also, he's tied with Bobby Allison on this one, 8, and most most laps completed 21,135, and most laps led 5,136. And this is why they call him the king.
1: <laughs> It's good to be the king, yeah. Most definitely. You see why he
0: earned that nickname. Yeah. Uh, This track is a short track that is uh, three quarters of of a mile long uh, with only 14 degree banking. So it's uh, you could say it's pretty flat going around there. Um, The front straightaway has eight degree banking, while the back stretch is only at two degrees. Uh, A few drivers to watch out for this week are none other than Jimmy Johnson, Kevin Harvick, Jeff Gordon, and Matt Kenseth. Um, people that I'm looking forward to, uh, two drivers I'm particularly looking forward to win this race, uh, would be, uh, Jimmy Johnson and Jeff Gordon, uh, for the simple fact that, um, Johnson, uh, last week, um, wrecked about three times during the race. Um, I don't know how he done it. He went a few laps down. So did Gordon. Gordon, uh, had, uh, a loose tire going into, uh, coming out of pits, um, he went two laps down, as well as Johnson, as to what I just said, and um, they both came back to <laughs> score a top five finish at the end of the night, so I'm looking for those two to co- come in, and um, more than likely, I, 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 w- I would say Jimmy Johnson's going on. Jimmy Johnson, what about your man, uh, you already
1: talked about Jeff Gordon. Yeah, yeah. When's he going to... You know, he, he did pretty well at this race, though, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. This past weekend? Well, out, of, out of all the active drivers, Gordon has the most wins on short tracks. Now, uh, Richmond, he only has two. Mm-hmm. And he only has about 16 top fives and about 40-some starts at the track. But, I, like I said, I'm, I'm looking for him to to uh, him or Jimmy Johnson to win this one. one. One race that I'm looking forward to is next weekend. Mm-hmm. And what race is that? We are in, we are in Talladega, Alabama. None of, uh, one, uh, none other than Talladega Super Speedway. and that is that that is one of the it is the biggest track on the circuit, and uh, sometimes it can be. Is that your favorite track?
1: Though in the circuit? No. No. What's your
0: favorite track? Uh, I would say Darlington. Darlington, yeah, dar- down in South Carolina. I've been wanting to go to a race there, so uh, it's it seems or I want to go to uh uh Bristol. Tennessee No desire to go to the, the Daytona 500. I would love to go to the Daytona 500. Are, it's just not your top one. Yeah, it's just not my top one. I would I would much rather go to the to the Bojangles 500 down in South Carolina. In oh. other words, the Southern 500. Cool, cool. So, all right.
1: So, uh, that I think that's gonna do it for NASCAR talk, right? Yeah, yeah, that, that's so all. So another I got, week right? of uh, racing is getting ready to uh, take place, and uh, make sure you tune in each and every week to get you a. Uh, all your NASCAR news with none other than El Jefe Loco.
0: My name's Jeff.
1: <laughs> uh, moving right along, we have WVSU News and Notes <laughs> section. Uh, the WVSU Athletes of the Week of the Week, excuse me, brings us to two athletes from around campus. And this week we have Kelsey Martin and Trenton Porter from WVSU Softball and Baseball, respectively. Trenton Porter, the junior outfielder from Ona, West Virginia. There's a track there. I know uh, my girlfriends have gone to a couple races there.
0: Ona. Uh huh. I know there is one here uh, in Milton. It's not too far from here. Mm-hmm. I know my mom's went there a few times. She used to, she used to date a guy that uh, worked on the pit Cool. for one of the dirt track teams. So.
1: Uh, he's on fire. This is his second week in a row uh, for being named WVSU Athlete of the Week. Uh, Trenton was named NEC Player of the Week as well after hitting for 536 with two home runs and five RBIs last week, as the West Virginia State Yellow Jackets men's team is still on that hot streak and uh, looking to end the season off right. And the... Female, um, his counterpart coming from from the blah, 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 coming from the softball team, uh, Kelsey Martin, senior infielder from Hurricane West Virginia. This is her first time being named WSU athlete of the week for the year, and Kelsey hit a 400, going six for fifteen last week with a home run and five RBIs to pace the Yellow Jackets. And there's you know there's still a lot of games. You know it's it's coming down to the to the closing of the season. But there's still a lot of room, especially for a team like Western State, to either improve their final rankings or to to fall a little bit. So they need to make sure they stay, you know, vigilant on those uh, on the fields out there. And I'm sure they will.
0: I know that the uh, the baseball team has been getting a lot of media coverage here lately. Yeah, well, not well, just well, not just from us because we always cover them. I'm talking about the the uh, like WCHS mm-hmm. and i have been covering them a lot here lately.
1: They've been they like I said they've they've been on a hot streak. They've been on a hot streak, and when you get good, the media finally notices. Yeah. So, it's it's
0: about time. uh, um, A person told me one time, it it involved wrestling. Mm -hmm. Uh, Either you are are really good, or you're just really ugly. (laughs) So, it depends on which side you want to be on when you get the media's attention. And that will take us straight to WVSU football. WVSU head coach... Uh, head football coach John Anderson, along with the staff and players, will be holding the third annual Yellow Jackets Kids Day at Dickerson Stadium on Saturday, April 25th. The clinic is open, free of charge to children in kindergarten through eighth grade. Check-ins uh, begin at 9.30 a.m., and the clinic runs from 10 a.m. until noon. A parent or guardian must accompany child uh, their child to the check-in tables. W V S U spring game will begin at five thirty at the Huntington High School uh, field that day and will be open to all front fans free of charge.
1: And that's something that's a that's a little unusual, you know. Usually most teams have their spring games on campus, but um, the West Virginia, it's been raining here lately. It's and, been raining a lot here lately. And so it kind of washed out the football field so they they have to go to Huntington where they have the, the turf that they can play on. So I mean it does it, it is kinda I don't want to say it stinks a little bit that the spring game is not on campus, because that would have been something you know that the whole community could have came to after Cares Day, because Cares Day is take, going on that day, and it's, uh, if you don't know what Cares Day is, it's our school um, gets organizations and students teamed up to go out and do volunteerism, you know, uh, the coaches, the coaching staff and players from the football team are, are hosting this clinic, this is the third year in a row they've done that, and their, their numbers continue to grow each year. So that's a plus. Um, the baseball teams and or the basketball team goes out and you know usually works on somebody's house and you know makes some repairs around there, and you know just several of the organizations go around and and just do you know do good deeds and give back to the community that so supports this you know this school here and in institute. Um, but yeah, the the spring game will be at five thirty p.m. in Huntington, which it's it's about a thirty minute 30, 45 minute drive from here, so it's not too far away. So hopefully you know. The Yellow Jacket faithful will pack the stadium. I'm sure they're itching for football. Uh, I know last year at the spring game there was there was quite a turnout for the spring game that took place on campus. So hopefully, the uh, the change in venue will not will not affect the the outcome of the spring game.
0: If you and if you don't make it, and you know you can make it, shame on you.
1: Yeah, shame on you. Because I mean, you know, realistically, you're not going to see football again until August. Yeah. And so, you know, if you're a, if you're a football fan, uh, you don't even necessarily have to be a Yellow Jacket fan. If you're in Huntington and you, you're just wanting to see some football, definitely come out. Watch them. Uh, you, you'll be excited. It's, it's definitely a uh, – I think they're going to do a lot of a good this year on the football field. I'm, I'm predicting a winning season. Yeah. Calling it out right here. Um, WVSU basketball is in the news. April 15th, it was a very busy day for everyone around the country. You yep. know, tax day. National Letter of Intent Day for the uh, spring sports, so that's what we're going to focus on. We're not going to give you a breakdown of taxes and who paid taxes and who didn't. Uh, that's a different show, a different time.
0: Yeah, I don't think I don't think people want to know who paid their taxes. <laughs> they, they they didn't even, they didn't turn in the list of taxes. They turned in the list to some sports.
1: They're sitting there like, oh gosh, hope you don't talk about me. <laughs> oh, oh no. But yeah, you know, it was National Signing Day. Um, I got the chance to interview Coach Poor uh, in regards to the players that he brought in. For, the, you know, for his part on the early signing day. They signed three Yellow Jackets for next year's team. Uh, the first player is Juco transfer, Kenny Strong, and he is a, a guard. He's coming off a season marred by injury, but the staff here at in Institute believe his numbers will bounce back once he gets back in the swing of things. And, you know, that's one of the things that might have, you know, made a few coaches stay away because of the injury-riddled season. And I I think Coach Poor is a is a very good talent evaluator, and I think he would he he if he sees something he likes, there's usually a reason why he's the one out there
0: for. Him. Well, you know, he is a Jeff Gordon fan, so he's a smart man.
1: He's a smart man just because he's a <laughs> Jeff Gordon fan. Uh, and prior to college, Kenny Strong, he's a he's a local kid. All three of these um, recruits come from surrounding states, with two from Ohio and one from Maryland. Um, but Kenny Strong played his high school uh, basketball and football at Cheney High School in, in Ohio, and I talked to Coach Poore about that, and he said, you know, in college he, de- he doesn't like two-star athlete two, two-sport athletes, because it's hard for a guy to be good at basketball when he's out there at a skill position in football, or vice versa, because, you know, your body's demanding different things at different points in the season, he said, but in high school he said he likes that, especially when it's a football and basketball player, he said, because they tend to lend to each other, uh, the skill set, you know, is very... Um, very good for both, you know. If you're a tight end, people love tight ends like Antonio Gates in the NFL, who played basketball in college, you know, because they are able to work their body and maneuver their body in ways that you know their defender might not be able to. And Coach Poor was talking about how you know he's had success in the past of recruiting good, pretty good high school football players and turning them into just strictly college basketball players. So hopefully, Kenny Strong comes to Institute and you know makes the most of his time here and, and is able to help out the team.
0: Our Lady of Mount Carmel? Mm -hmm. Our Lady of Mount Mount Carmel, Frank Webb Jr., who's a guard. Um, He's coming in here as the 7th best best guard in Maryland according to recruiting sites. Um, A 1,000-point score in his high school career, averaging 11 points per game and 33.7 assists per game. That'd be crazy if he had 37 (laughs) assists per game. Uh, Great size and has several D1 schools interested in him. You know, talking about
1: or again, going back to the interview I had with Coach Por, he said that early on they had a pretty good idea that Frank Webb Jr. was was sold on the idea of coming to Institute. He said he comes from a good family. He's got he's got great size. He's he's a big-bodied kid. I think he said he's six three, 190 pounds. So he's you know he's a pretty decent sized you know point guard. And he, he can shoot the ball. He can shoot the lights out. And um, he said one thing that he really liked about this young man is how how loyal his family was because towards the end, you know, you always have those those uh, those other schools who try to come in and steal you at the last moment. He said there were several D1 schools come that came sniffing around Frank uh, the weeks leading up to National Ladi- Signing Day and he Frank and his family said I've already decided to go to Institute and he uh, he really enjoyed the campus here and so you know just really exciting looking forward to seeing them you know come out here to Institute and you know. And 7th and best in Maryland, and I think he's 131st in the country at that position. That's a good get for Coach sport yeah. That's a really good get. That's a big fish. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the, the final player that we're going to talk about today is uh, another player from the state of Ohio. He played his ball at Zena, Ohio. It's uh, Brett Bauer. He is a guard. He's in his senior season. He averaged 16.7 points per game. 3.8 assists per game, 3.3 rebounds per game, 2.7 steals per game. Good enough to be named first team all conference. That's nothing to sneeze about, right there. That's that's really good stats. Uh, he's he's a great ball hand. He's got great ball handling skills. Slash type player, no hesitation going coast to coast. And what's something that could make a lot of local fans smile? If if he can live up to this hype, Coach Poor said that uh, fans will love him because the way he he commands you know respect on the court and the way he you know the athletic moves he makes. Reminds me a lot of Jason, you know, Williams, White Chocolate, who, you know, we, we talked about it earlier, you know, when you, you first came on the show, we talked about it, about how Jason Williams is like forty some years old and still playing in Orlando Pro-Am leagues. Yep. And showing guys half his age up. And he's a local talent, too, Jason Williams is. Yeah, well, there's,
0: there's something in the water around here sometimes.
1: Yeah, so, sorry.
0: Well, well, yeah, and if you're... If, also, you think about there's a lot of big-time uh, college football coaches from this area, mm-hmm. from the state. So, uh, One thing,
1: you know, Coach Poe also wanted to talk about how much he uh, he likes the signing class. He, he went out and got the point guards, but he said they need some bigs. You know, because Damian Harris isn't going to be there next year. You just have Cody Morris and Walt Reed, who are your big bodies, and Steve Wing, but... You, you need a a good physical presence in the in the paint, and um, so definitely, the the job's not over. You know, it's like any other sport. Talking with Coach Benedetto or Coach Anderson of the football teams, recruiting's a, a year-round event. It's not just the, the the culmination of it takes place on their signing days, but it's not over. Then it's it's you, Monday through Friday. 365, they got to, you know, be out there looking for kids and talent and stuff like that. So, but yeah, uh, pretty impressed with the, the early signings here of these three young players. And one of the most exciting things, or the most promising things, is this West Virginia State University men's basketball team is a really young team anyway. They're only going to have three seniors next year with Marquis, um, Dominic Phillips, and Steve Wing are there your lone three seniors. And the rest are um, almost all underclassmen and Frank and, and Brent are going to be able to play, have the opportunity to play in Institute for four years together. And that'll be really exciting to watch. Much like the girls team, you know, they have a good, young, talent, talented nucleus on that team. Much like that, it looks like Coach Poirot is borrowing a little bit from Coach uh, David Williams, you know, of the, of the women's team. Uh, and, and that's going to do it for all of our WVSU news and notes. And... Moving right along now to the Mountain East
0: Conference Happenings. The MEC has released their weekly standings for both basketball and softball, and here is how the standings are shaping out. Two MEC schools represented in the latest Atlantic Region baseball rankings. Shepard comes in 5th. WVSU comes in 8th. Three MEC schools in the Atlantic Region's women's t- tennis uh, rankings. WBSU comes in fourth. UC comes in fifth. West Liberty University comes in sixth. Three MEC schools in Atlantic Region softball rankings: and Wesleyan uh, comes in first. UC comes in second, and uh, Fairmont State comes in tenth. Three MEC schools in uh, the Atlantic Region ten men, uh, men's tennis team <laughs> <laughs> rankings: with West Liberty coming in second, and Wesleyan College coming in third, and UC coming in fourth. Yeah, yeah, that's really
1: huge for this conference. This is a young conference. We're only in our second year of existence, and they kind of have that national exposure right there. It, it That's huge. And, you know, congratulations to those teams. Obviously, the two teams, are the teams that we really are focusing on is West Virginia State. We want to see them do well, but nonetheless, we'd like to see all these schools, you know, as long as we're not playing them, we want to see them do well yeah. out there on the fields.
0: But if we're playing now, you're going
1: down. Yeah. <laughs> we're loyal to West Virginia State. Um, one thing that's a little surprising is the softball rankings with Fairmont State coming in 10th because if you look, at, and we'll go over this in just a minute, about the Mountain East Conference softball standings, Fairmont State, I do believe, is lower than West Virginia State, and, and they are, actually. They have fewer wins and more losses than West Virginia State. So it's a little interesting to see why Fairmont State got the nod instead of West Virginia State. But, I mean, as long as West Virginia State continues to... You know, win and do all they can out there on the field. These things will work themselves out.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and moving right along now to the 2015 Mountain East Conference baseball standings: number one team, Shepherd University, coming in 28 and 10 overall and 27 and 9 in the conference play. West Virginia State is surging in the second spot, 23 and 12 overall and 23 and 9 in conference play. Number third, Notre Dame, 18 and 15 overall and 18 and 10 in conference play. Concord in the fourth spot with a 25-5 overall record and a 21-13 conference record. Number 5, West Liberty, with a 21-16 record overall and a 17-11 conference record. Number 6, spot West Virginia Wesleyan, with a 15-4 overall record and a 14-14 conference record. Number 7, Urbana University, with a 15-16 overall record and a 13-13 conference record. Number 8, Glenville State College, with a 14-27 overall record and a 14-18 conference record. Number nine, William Jesuit, with an 11 and 22 overall record and a 10 and 18 conference record. Number 10, UVA Wise, with an 11 and 26 overall record and a 10 and 18 conference record. Number uh, 11, U.C., with an 11 and 25 overall record and an 8 and 24 conference record. And rounding off the, the top the final spot in Mountain East Conference standings, coming in in the 12th spot, Fairmont State, 8 and 27 overall with a 7 and 25 record. And um, I was looking at the, the closing of the schedule and West Virginia State, you know, they've they can't they gotta stay vigilant if they wanna stay in that top spot because Notre Dame and Concord are right on their heels, but they close off the season with playing like seven straight games between Glenville State and University of Charleston. And with UC, you know, being our cross town rival, you gotta imagine they're they're itching to knock us down a few pegs.
0: Oh yeah, they're they wanting to knock the top dog off. They really are. Because really they really they have nothing to lose right
1: now. No, they're and we talked about that, you know, when we talked about football about how the team that has nothing to lose is, is oftentimes the most dangerous team because yep. you know you, you don't. Know, there's more pressure on the higher ranked team to continue to win. A lower ranked team, at the, hey, our season's pretty much done. Let's go in there and wreak some havoc.
0: Yeah, we're just walking in there like it, like it's the longest yard, and we're a mean machine. <laughs> and then that will bring us to the 2015 uh, Mountain East Conference uh, softball standings. With to- topping off at number one, West G. Wesleyan. 28 and 6 overall, 18 and 2 in conference play. Number two, Concord, 29 and 13 overall, 17 and 5 in conference play. UC, 33 and 8 overall, 18 and 6 in conference play. William Jesuit, 17 and 17 overall, 13 and 7 in conference play. West Virginia State, coming in at fifth, 24 and 14 overall, 12 and 10 in conference play. Notre Dame. College coming in at number six, 19 and 25 overall, 12 and 12 in conference play. Fairmount State, 19, 12 overall, 11 and 11 in conference play. Shepherd University coming in at eight, seven, 17 and eight overall, 10 and 12 in conference play. Number nine, UVA Wise, eight and 22 overall, eight and 16 in conference play. Number 10, Lesley University at 16 and 28 overall, six and 16 in conference play. Number 11, Urbana. 9 and 13, 9 and 33 overall, 4 and 16 in conference play. And the wrap it all up at number 12 is Glenville State at 8 and 33 overall, 3 and 19 in conference play. And with that, we
1: are, you know, we're gonna take a, f I don't know why I said you know, like you guys know. Uh we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we're gonna have a very special guest coming on to us. Uh, not onto us, onto our show <laughs> to talk about a, a project that he is working on and um, when we come right back we'll be talking about that so please come back with us Welcome back,
2: welcome back, welcome back.
1: Joining us now is Mr. Jake Witko from Russell Thawne and uh, just, Jake, if you wouldn't mind taking a few moments to, uh, first off we want to thank you for coming on the show um, just go ahead and Talk to us a little bit about what what this is. What is WrestleThon, for people who don't know?
2: Well, uh, I'd like to first thank you guys for having me on. Uh, second of all, WrestleThon is a uh, charity-driven, 48-hour wrestling video game live stream uh, broadcast on Twitch.tv. Uh, you can find us at uh, www.twitch.tv slash WrestleThon. And if you want more information, you can follow us on... Uh, Twitter at wrestlethon. Uh, spelled just exactly the way it sounds. W R E S T L E T H O N. There's no G on the end of that. So just so everyone's wondering. No WrestleThong? Um, no, no Wrestlethon. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, what we do is um, we play wrestling video games from the NES to the Super Nintendo to the Xbox One. PlayStation 4. we tell them that. Like, uh, you got a favorite wrestling game from you growing up? Uh, no Mercy, uh, WrestleMania Challenge, Steel Cage Challenge, uh, w, w, uh, WCW, NWO Revenge. If you've uh, if you played in your past, we have a copy of it. I promise you. Um,
1: what's your What's your favorite game and favorite system? You know, favorite wrestling game and what for what system do you like?
2: My favorite wrestling game of all time is probably. Uh, WCW, uh, or no, sorry, uh, it's, yeah, it's probably a cross between one of those old eight wrestling games on the N64. It's probably WCW, NW Revenge, or uh, WCW, uh, World Tour, because that roster on that game is just ridiculous. Uh, or it could be even, um, WWF, uh, WrestleMania 2000, uh, or, uh, WWF, no, Mercy, it's, it's funny because it, it changes all the time between those, depending on what kind of matches we get into and uh, what kind of characters we end up using that we totally forgot existed. Like, For example, one of our biggest rivalries that we have between myself and another one of our volunteers is uh, it's on, I think it's on SmackDown, one of the original ones from PlayStation. Uh, it's The Undertaker versus Scotty Chuhati. And that's a, <laughs> heat, that's a heated rivalry that you'll never see anywhere else, but that's the plan. Those matches go for a good 20 minutes, and Scotty Tuhati is currently tied with the Undertaker 1-1 after uh, after two really big matches. That's what I was going to say. I grew up
1: in the height of the whole Monday Night Wars, the WCW, WWF. Um, I was always a bigger WWF fan, but I loved the the WCW wrestling games. In 64, I spent probably a good 10 years of my life just sitting on my friend's front porch playing NWO Revenge. WCW NWO oh, yeah. Revenge. And, you know, it. just something about it. Like, I mean, looking back at it now, the graphics aren't, you know, what they were when you were a kid playing these games. But they're still, you know, it, 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 it's, it takes definitely is a nostalgic feel to it.
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that, that's really what this is about. A lot of the games that we play, we play for maybe 20, 25 minutes at a time. But the reason why we play it is, hey, you haven't seen WCW Super Bowl on the Super Nintendo uh, in 20 years, or if you have at all. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of games that we purchased for this event that we play that I'll be honest with you, I've never even played before. So whenever we got around to throwing Super Bowl in or WCW Challenge or uh, WWF WrestleMania Challenge with the Ultimate Warrior and whatnot, there's a lot of games that I didn't even know existed for that matter and then when we started playing them, we were like, wow, this is terrible. Bro. <laughs> uh, we do this whole thing for uh, Child's Play Charity. It's um, an organization that donates toys and games to uh, hospitals for kids that are there on extended stays. They donate to normal hospitals, children's hospitals, uh, any hospital where there might be a large collection of children. Uh, they donate... Uh, I think they donated last year thirty thirty-three million dollars to these uh, these hospitals, so they can go buy toys and games for these kids. Because that's really what we're doing this for. Uh, we feel that we feel that no kid should be able to not have a childhood, even if they are sick or have some sort of uh, illness that prevents them from being around their friends or their loved ones, or relatives, or whatnot. Because if you have, I don't know if you guys have ever had. Uh, anyone close to you or yourselves when you've been in the hospital for an extended day. It's not fun, especially if you're a kid. Mm-hmm. And as a, as a kid, what you'd rather be doing is riding your bikes with your friends or playing video games or just hanging out. And you can't really do that in the hospital unless you have an Xbox 360 or an Xbox or a PlayStation 4 or something connected mm-hmm. to the internet. And it gives That's them a what chance to... They give these systems, they give toys, they give games, they let kids be kids in the hospital, even if it is for a bleeding moment. Okay. And what we figured we could do here at Reprobun is, if I have to spend 24 hours a week, or 36 hours a week at a time before I can do a shift change, before one of our other volunteers comes in to play for 36 hours, or 24 hours, or whatever it may be, uh, we figured the lack of sleep that we get for a day or two a year it's absolutely worth it if a little girl sitting in a uh, chemotherapy bed or a little boy about to go into surgery can have a teddy bear that helps them get through it, or uh, a video game that helps them to take their mind off of it for a day or two because, uh, like I said, no kid shouldn't be able to be a kid. And if we can help them in any way, shape, or form, I feel like our, our event has been success. Uh, Last year alone, we raised uh, $1,000, $1,007 and two cents. I know it's a random number, (laughs) but we stress whenever we're doing our event, everything helps. Even the littlest amount that you can send to us, everything helps. Because, believe it or not, that two cents that you gave us, uh, it might have come from a 40-cent donation or a 42-cent donation, and that 40 cents got us over the hump that they could use it to buy a new pack of batteries for some sort of toy they were using. Or it covered the tax on something. Because everything that anyone donates, mm-hmm. as big, small, uh, or uh, personal as they want, uh, helps. So.
1: And, and I was going to ask you, how how can people get involved with the donations
2: for Uh, Well, if you're interested in donating to Epipron, uh our events have our page on Twitch. You can go to uh, www.twitch.tv slash Uh And if you go there, you'll see a big green box that says Child Play Charity. If you click that, it'll take you directly to a donation link for our page. Uh, yeah, uh, it, once, the minute this goes up, that donation link will be live. So if somebody wants to go donate now before we even start the event, they're absolutely mm-hmm. welcome to or if you guys want to come in and start watching with us uh, tomorrow night when we start at uh, 5 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, We'll be going from April 24th, Friday, uh, at uh, 5 p.m. Central Standard Time uh, to 5 p.m. Sunday at Central Standard Time. So uh, I think it's an hour behind you guys, but – that's my revenge on all of you guys for having pirate games start seven instead of six. <laughs> so I, yeah, I I grew up in that area, guys. I, I know what to What is the uh what's
1: the longest that you've personally played a video game, whether it be for, for this event or, you know, just personal
2: time? Um the longest I played is definitely during this event. Uh, last year during the first one. Uh, I had a I had a plan in my mind and because it was our first one, uh all plans uh went to hell. But I had a plan that uh, I was going to wake up around uh one o'clock in the afternoon, I was gonna stay up late the night before and then wake up around one o'clock in the afternoon and then kind of start setting everything up and just be relaxed and then go for a good uh I don't know, like a good twelve to seventeen hour shift. Well, uh, I had to wake up at 10 a.m. that morning after going to sleep at 5. I had to start uh, running around because our camera, or the camera we were going to use uh, crapped out on us. The microphone that we used uh, was not compatible with the camera, um, at least the software that we were using. And uh, so I was running around like a chick with my head cut off until pretty much 30 minutes before our event started. So I've been up from 10 a.m., and then the event started at 5 p.m., and then we continued, I started playing games from 5 p.m. and I didn't go to bed until 2.30 the next day. So yes. I was up for a good 36, I think 33 hours maybe in that real time right there. Uh, and I was pretty much playing from 5 p.m. until, uh, until uh, 2.30 the next day when I believe that uh, I don't even think I was on this plane, on this planet anymore. <laughs> you were just kind of zoned out by that point just completely out of it, but uh, I wish that Twitch didn't enact their archiving system like they did last year, because there's a couple of really, 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 like, deep wrestling promos that I was cutting while I was delirious, and, like, they went for 30 minutes, and, like, the Triple H couldn't even touch me at that promo (laughs) that I was writing, so.
0: (laughs) But, uh, hey, Jay, it's Jeff
2: here. Hey, Jeff, what's wrong? Um,
0: I have I've I've kind of creeped on your on y'all's Twitter uh, since <laughs> since last night. And uh, I've noticed that y'all've reached out to a lot of Bill's, big stars. Like right now I got I pulled up the picture to get y'all sent to William Shatner. Um Oh yeah. Yeah uh, how, uh, have y'all received like any like feedback from like these big time stars or these big time wrestlers that y'all have reached out to?
2: Uh, a couple, actually. Um in the past, uh, during our past events, uh, oh, let me see. Let me see everyone that's been involved with our event. Uh, we have a current Jacksonville Jaguars named Brendan Williams. He helps us out. Um, he's really big into wrestling and anime, and football just happens to be his job. <laughs> um, I don't know if you guys uh, if you have ever been to GiantBomb.com for video game news, but uh, a lot of their guys have been helping us out, Alex tomorrow uh, Dan Reichard uh, mm-hmm. just been a few um, we've had uh, uh, and Jared Ray who's been on their podcast before um, we've done uh, we've reached out to a whole bunch of people uh, Rob Van Dam he's retweeted us before uh, he's uh, offered to tweet and let everyone know about the event uh, believe it or not Melissa Joan Hart has <laughs> has uh, retweeted our event link before uh, Jim Ross um Kurt Angle, uh, he did a full tweet for us the other day, like, he didn't just retweet. he said, guys, go check this out, it's a really pretty awesome event, uh, uh, and then we've had a couple, like, other, uh, uh Joey Ryan, uh, owns, pr- uh, Pro Gorilla Wrestling in, um, or Pro Wrestling Gorillas up in California, uh, just to name a couple people like that, they've Everyone that's been helpful has been great about it. Uh, last year, we worked with uh, WWE Games. Uh, they helped us out a whole bunch. I, want, they, I, I thank them every single day that we do this because if it wasn't for them, I don't think we'd be anywhere close to where we are right now with what we're going on for next year or what we got going on for this year. Um, we had uh, uh, Pro Wrestling Team.com. They helped out uh, uh, Game Over Video Games. Uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry if I'm just uh, listening off a bunch of people that were helping us out here but they yeah, they really did a lot to, it. The, uh, I was to just... the event uh, Houston Wrestling Radio, they helped us a whole bunch the Suicide Fox uh, Aaron, uh, AG Graphics he's been helping us out a whole bunch uh, any, any graphics you see on our site uh, minus uh, a, a few here or there have been done by Aaron and they all look spectacular, our logo that you saw in the uh, the um, the flyer that we've been sitting on our Facebook, she did all of that, but yeah, like, we, we, we really wouldn't be anywhere without help from everybody, and we really appreciate
1: you guys having us on here, um, oh, no, no problem at all, we want to thank you again for, for taking the time to, to come on the show today, and, uh, we're going to have to get absolutely. together again after, um, after, after the event is over with, and of course, after you've gotten some sleep, to kind of talk about the, the, this year's current event. Absolutely,
2: yeah, I would, uh, I'd love to go over, like, what happened here with the event uh everything's going on uh, afterwards like a, a donation recap and uh, an event recap, that would be
1: great. I'd love to go back on. <laughs> all right. Well again just thank you, uh, Mr. Jake Whiteco for coming on the show today.
2: And uh with uh, that All right, have a uh, great if day. Guys, if uh if you guys don't mind can I uh can I uh, can I cut one last little promo here for, Yeah, uh, yeah no problem. Cut away. All right. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> uh Everyone's listening. We really do appreciate it. We, uh, I, I know these guys right here that are uh, run their shows, the Triple N Sports. They do fantastic work. Uh, go check them out on iTunes if you haven't already found them. But what we're doing here is Wesselthon 2. This is our second annual event. It's 48 hours. Video game live stream on Twitch.tv/Rufflebone. That Twitch.tv/Rufflebone, running from April 24th, this Friday night at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time, to Sunday night, April 26th at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time. We're gonna be playing video games from everything from the Nintendo entertainment system to the video game consoles of today and everything in between. If there's a wrestling game that you've heard of, we probably have it. And if you have if we don't have it, we'll try to find a way to have it. Uh, But what we're doing here with all of these games, we're playing to raise money for Child's Play Charity. They donate toys and games to kids in hospitals, and they are a fantastic cause. Everything that we do during this event, even if it's the dumbest thing you could possibly ever imagine, everything we do is to help them, and everything that you guys can donate absolutely goes a mile. So if you could help us out in any way, shape, or form, if you want to help out, check out the charity, childplaycharity.org. Or you can go to our Twitch page, the twitch.tv slash There's a big green box there that says Child's by Charity. If you click it, that goes through our events donation page. You can make a donation there. and Leave us a note. Leave us a message. Let us know what you want to see tomorrow. If you want to go tonight and donate, you absolutely can. But if you want to wait till the event starts tomorrow, uh, 5 p.m. Central Standard Time. You can absolutely do that. But donations are open now, and everything you guys can donate would be appreciated. Uh, We wouldn't be where we're at without viewers like you guys and podcasts like you guys and people that just want to help kids, and that's really what we want to do. So thank you guys so much. I appreciate the time. Uh, Rock on. Go Mountaineers. Go Pirates. Go Steelers. Go Penguins. Come on. I know we can bring back 3-1. I know we can do it. Let's go. Uh, and, uh, if anyone's listening from Wolfsburg, I miss
1: you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, again, thank you so much, uh, Mr. Jake Whitco, for coming on the show today. Uh,
0: uh, hey, Jake, yeah. I, I feel like you need to be a wrestling manager <laughs> with the promo you just I, got. You know,
2: I, I, I wouldn't be, that wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. I think I would enjoy
1: that very much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we'll talk to you again real soon, okay? Absolutely. All right, thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you just heard that Mr. that that great promo, cut by Jake Whitco. I think I I'm not sure what he's doing in you know his day to day job, but if, uh, if if you're listening to Vince McMahon, he's he's definitely I think he would not be think, opposed to coming and work for you.
0: Yeah, I, I think I think if I'm another Paul Heyman or Jim Cornette, <laughs> and you know
1: again just make sure you guys, you know, even if wrestling's not your thing, the the cause that they are supporting is is awesome. That's the only way I can can state that it's an awesome cause. I think you hit the nail right on the head. They're giving children a chance to be to be children. Yeah. A ch- a shot at normalcy. And for for people who have, you know, whether you have kids or or not, you know, more likely than not you've been around a child in in your day-to-day life for the you know, for the most part. I know, speaking from experience, I have a daughter. Thankfully, she's she's never been sick with anything real serious, you know, flew here or there. Um, but you know, to to be able to support, you know, parents and families that are going through this stuff, you know, I, I commend these guys and and want to see this event, you know, thrive. And you know, I'm not a big fan of Kurt Angle when he wrestles, or wasn't when he when I was really into TNA wrestling and WWE wrestling. Uh, but you know, way to you know way to way to do a good thing there.
0: Well, well the the thing is, all right, these guys, uh, such as Kurt Angle. And such as you know Brock Lesnar, they are. Uh, if you're not, if you're not a wrestling fan, I, I'm going to explain this to you. All right, this is this is LHF explaining. <laughs> um, they they're they're, they're heels mainly, and from what I've heard in the wrestling business is.
1: And, and, like, a heel, and a heels a bad guy for yeah, for, yeah. for non-wrestling things. yeah
0: yeah heels a bad guy babyface is a good guy yeah. and from what I've heard in uh, from the business is that heels are normally the coolest guys in the locker room and the babyfaces are sort of the you know the jerks yeah, yeah. well it, it kind of makes sense because you
1: know they the babyfaces are used to the the adoring fans and the heels are used to guys going oh, you suck and like I have a friend when we would we were really into wrestling and uh, he <laughs> He would get so mad when when certain heels would do certain things, and he would just lose his mind. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, they have done their job. Like that is, if a heel doesn't get that reaction, then he has not done his job.
0: Yeah, he, he, has, he has to get a reaction. He to has him, to make you me. like
1: it or hate him, or yeah. he's not a good heel. And um, I I think it'd be fun to be a heel
0: in I would, wrestling. I would love to be a heel. I I, I I've I've been told before that I can. But I could be able to play a, bad, a good bad guy. So, you know, I would love to be a heel. I would do it. I'd go out there and pull a Jim Cornette or Paul Heyman and just make you hate my guts. And then, afterwards, I'd go to the bar and buy you a beer. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, before we get too far away from this,
1: again, I can't stress enough, go, go check this out. I know we're going to check it out. And um, give what you can. Like he said, if you can give 40 cents, that 40 cents can help out. By batteries can help a little kid you know coupled with the, that with a teddy bear or you know princess dolls or anything and so you know just just give what you can and and definitely check these guys out um, and we will share their show link or the link for their for the event in our show notes as well uh, moving right along though now to the snapjab segment finish him and the first story of the snap jab segment is college baseball uh the Bemidji state beavers uh scored 20 and they play up in minnesota well, i guess i could have waited a few moments you put our foot probably would have figured that out but they scored 20 runs against in-state rival minnesota state on saturday night and they still got the mercy ruled in the eighth inning That's because Minnesota State scored an insane 41 runs of their own and in what was surely a head-turning contest. The box score from this game is bananas. Minnesota State put up the 41 runs on just 35 hits, aided by six Bemidji errors. The Mavericks scored 24 runs combined in the third and eighth innings alone. Five of their players had four or more RBIs, and eight had at least three hits. Bemidji State... Managed to keep in somewhat close for a part of the game, however. The Beavers had 21 hits and two seven-run innings. They trailed 22-18 to 18 after six, but then Minnesota State pulled away for good. Meanwhile, the Minnesota Twins have only scored 11 runs in five games this season. The game also was put on delay, though, to a smoke delay. And that's one of the weird things. I know it snowed yesterday in Major League Baseball. Snowing in a couple games, but yeah. but this one, a car caught on fire. The scoring was just too hot to handle. And uh, <laughs> I wish we had a camera in here for that just now. Yes. Um, I was just fanning myself. Um, but, yeah, the, the a car caught on fire, and they had to pause the game because they couldn't see anything because poor air quality from the smoky smoky car <laughs> fire. But, yeah, I, I find that crazy. Like, you don't think – for people who say baseball is boring, they should have watched that game. They would have loved that game, a nice high-scoring ha- nice game like not, that. Not
0: just that game, but also the – well, this ain't baseball, but softball, sort of like baseball, the Auburn and Alabama game. Because they, I think, in the end, it was 13-12 uh, to 12 with them. So, you know, they was going back and forth with each other. I was watching highlights of it yesterday, and it was it was nuts. You know, they, it, was, it was downright ridiculous. But, furthermore, move it on. You can purchase a piece of unique NFL and Patriots memorabilia on eBay, as there is the authentic Aaron Hernandez jail ID card up for bid with the starting price of five hundred dollars. That's a low price. That is a low price. I don't think I'd pay it
1: though, and I'm glad. I'm glad that he's getting life. Yeah. He he deserves it. He was found guilty. He's still going to go to trial for the two the double murder that he is alleged to have committed. Uh, so you know, I, I was he, worried that if this thing would have gone to a trial with a trial by jury that they might have been like, oh, you know, I think he's innocent. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I was very worried that it was going to be a, a different outcome, and I'm glad he, he is going to be punished for what he did. Uh, I mean, Odin Lloyd is is dead because because of this man, and, you know, you, you do those crimes, you definitely have to pay the time for it.
2: Oh, well, yeah, he, he, he
0: turned around after my sentenced him, and he looked, turned around mouth. uh he, he looked at his, his fiancée, and he mouthed the word wrong to it because I gave him a license but life is giving him the finger because uh, the, the, the the pit the penitentiary that he's he at is not even a mile away from Gillette Stadium and he can look out his window and see Gillette Stadium. Really? Yeah so he, <laughs> life is giving him the finger right now.
1: Yeah you would I mean I guess that is really bittersweet just really bittersweet there to, to be like okay we're going to send you to prison we're going to keep you close to your family but you're also going to be real close to the stadium so enjoy that. <laughs> but yeah I Being a, you know, everybody, you know, everybody that knows I'm a Ravens fan, you have two types of fans out there. Either fans who um, hate me because I'm a Ravens fan and, you know, say I cheer for a murderer and Ray Lewis, but he was was never, he was acquitted. So it was never that. If he had been found guilty and I was still his fan, I don't think I'd pay $500 for his prison ID card. Mm -hmm. I, I just don't think that I would, I mean, that's kind of morbid, to be like, oh yeah, I, I, wouldn't, I
0: wouldn't want it either, would you want a, a, a murderer's weapon? No. no, no, but I guess like if, you, that's bad his, mojo, man. I guess
1: like the history collectors, the history buffs who, you know, like bowed swords and stuff like that, you never know what those swords did, they might have, they could have affected history at one point or the other, yeah. in that sword's life. I'm
0: not, I'm, I'm not about that life. Right no, that's a bad mojo, man.
1: Yeah, well, I not my cheese? <laughs> I don't think I would. I I'm pretty sure, not certain, I wouldn't buy buy this. But I am. I am really glad that he's he's you know you know, you reap what you sow in life, and, yeah, and yeah. that's what he's getting. Yeah, so he, glad he, for that. It's, he
0: got he got what was coming to him, and you know you can't. This ain't Dexter. Okay, this ain't yeah, just Dexter. go
1: around killing people.
0: Yeah. Okay. I mean, Dexter was a kind of an
1: anti-hero. He was, he was kind of good. He was yeah. a cop. He you know. He just killed bad people. He wasn't even a
0: cop. He was a arrest. forensic psych. Yeah, but blood spatter expert. I've watched. I've watched the whole thing. I'm a uh, Dexter is one of my favorite shows. So. I've
1: been on a kick watching all the old, old Game of Thrones episodes.
0: I I I'm about to I'm not the like pick up uh, Breaking Bad again. I like that show. I I'm trying to think. I don't think I
1: finished it though. I think I've watched uh, just a couple seasons. It, but I, I like it. It's
0: it's the only show that I know that was consistent with, you know, what's going on. You know, keeping you in tune till the very last episode. It's the only show that I know that. Because Dexter, I love Dexter, but I hated the last season because it lost so much steam. And I don't even think he killed anybody in the last season. That sounds so morbid coming out of my mind. He didn't even kill nobody. It was was such a letdown. Nobody died. He didn't kill no one. (laughs) Come on, wrap somebody up in plastic, okay?
1: Feed him to a gator. I don't care. Just do something.
0: Stab stab a teddy bear, all
1: right? (laughs) (laughs) This next story um, is... I, I grew up in the 90s, you know, the whole Jordan era. Everybody, you know, everybody, if you say you were a Chicago Bulls fan or if you like basketball, they'll be like, oh, you, you love Jordan. You were a Jordan fan. I liked Jordan. I wasn't a Jordan fan. I wasn't like a super, like, fanboy for Jordan. I, my favorite Chicago Bull was none other than Dennis the Rodman. Newest member
2: of the NWO, Hot Rod, Dirty
1: Dennis Rodman. Uh, <laughs> He's he's eccentric. He's he's crazy. He's Kim wrestled.
0: Kim Jong Un. He's Kim Jong Un's
1: best friend. Yeah. Um, you, you know, I, I grew up loving his style of basketball. And that's who I modeled my game after because I wasn't flashy like Jordan. I wasn't I wasn't going to score a lot, but I could rebound the ball. Uh, and that's who I modeled my game after. But um, he recently he's getting ready to have his birthday, and you can go online <laughs> and buy tickets to. And, and apparently, um, Dennis Robin is a party like. You haven't gone to a party party with Dennis Rodman. I'm not a huge party fan, You're like a party, you know, partier. aficionado. Yeah, I'm not a huge partier. it's not my scene, but um I would I think before I die I'd like to or before he dies, that's probably the better thing to say. Before Dennis yeah, Rodman dies, I would has, like to go to a party with yeah, him.
0: Yeah, he needs getting to turn fifty four.
1: His uh and his party like he's doing it he's doing it kinda of big. He's uh they're partying in Las Vegas. It's this weekend for the Pacquiao fight. He's gonna be there, um, and you can party with him and a whole bunch of adult movie stars. And I'm not talking like, you know, Jennifer Lawrence and, and those kind of movie stars. I'm talking about adult, adult movie stars. Uh, you can party with them and, and the girls and definitely go out. And I think there's a, there's, there's, the price tag was like $500, which is kind of hefty. But for me, I, I would pay $500 to go just hang out with Dennis Rodman. I think it'd be cool. I could care less about the, the Vivid Girls or the um, any of those you, other people. You, you
0: would pay five hundred dollars to go hang out with Dennis Rodman and a bunch of porn stars instead of paying five hundred dollars for the. For Aaron Hernandez, jail ID card. You're a smart man. Well, I'm saying I wouldn't be like because you know, you know, there's going to be some people out there that's going to want to pay $500 for a jail ID card. Well, I, I, the whole thing, the porn stars
1: really have nothing to do with it. I, mean, I just, I just, did it. you were just trying to throw me under the bus. I see how it is. No, it didn't have to be a couple weeks <laughs> ago. No, I would, I would go and pay $500 to hang out with Dennis Rodman. I mean, I would like to hang out with him for free, but you know, Dennis Rodman, if you're listening to this show by some strange coincidence. I'm a huge fan of yours. I even had the, they used to, my friends used to call them the Ronald McDonald shoes. When I played basketball, I didn't wear Jordans. Uh, I didn't wear Shaq's or Pippins or anything like that. I rocked your uh, orange and yellow Dennis Rodman shoes. Uh, I've even tried to find them recently. I I thought you were looking to see if I had them on now. (laughs) Uh, I would wear them now if I could find them, but I can't find them. So, Dennis Rodman, if you're listening, point me in the right direction on how to get some of your shoes. Or... Come on our show. That'd be even. That'd be an even better thing.
0: That'd be awesome.
1: That would be awesome. So if you're listening to this, Rodman, my birthday's coming up. My real birthday, not Facebook. That lied. And said that to <laughs> I turned 36
0: a week ago. Break,
1: uh, um, my real birthday's coming up in June. We'd love to have you come on the show. The invitation is officially out there for you, Mr. Dennis Rodman.
0: for
1: Jeff Gordon. And I think come on, Jeff. I, <laughs> come on down, Jeff. <laughs> it's your boy, Jeff.
0: Come on down, Jeff. It's your boy, Jeff, down here.
1: <laughs> uh, and I think that's going to do it for our um, SnapJab segments, unless you have anything to, to add to that today. No, no. No, no SnapJabs from you today. All right, well, we are moving right along now to the bad news segment. Well, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. Nothing like a little bad news bear to get the heart pumping. It fits the theme. I, 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 I love Bad News I do too. I I really um I really enjoy him as a wrestler. I, are you getting back into wrestling? My, bro- my brothers are slowly winging me back into it. They're that. like, come to the dark side, come on in. You know you like it when you're a kid, come back.
0: And plus, they know how influ- influential I can be at home with my mom. Uh-huh. So they're like trying to, everything in, in in their power, to talk me into talking her and to getting WWE Network. I was, and, that was going to be my next question,
1: if you guys had, had broken through yet and got yeah, WWE Network. Yeah, no,
0: my brothers, are, they were trying, because my brothers can't influence my mom. Like you can. Yeah, like I am, I'm manipul- I'm, I'm a manipulative person sometimes. So I can sit there, hey mom, you know Hey mom,
1: why don't we get the WWE network? All the cool you, moms in town have it.
0: Would you rather pay a hundred and twenty dollars a year for all the pay per views or pay fifty dollars per pay per view? Which one is it, Mom? <laughs> I, I like that. I like that.
1: Um so are, are you chipping away is she getting close to breaking?
0: But uh, she's, she's she's getting a little bit closer. I hope she's not listening to this.
1: <laughs> she's like, that's why he was talking about, that's why he's been so sweet and taking the trash out and rubbing Mom's feet.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my brother's sitting there with his iPad listening to this, and Mom, I can hear my mother now. What's he talking about? Then she's, then she's going to call me while I'm in class. Did you talk about me? I talk about y'all all the time on the radio.
1: <laughs> but you should be okay. I, I'm a radio student of the year, so you, know, you should feel honored by that.
0: I own the title for one year. <laughs>
1: But moving right along um, to the s- bad news segment.
0: An assault attacked Ottawa Fury uh, uh, forward. <laughs> over. <laughs> we, okay, for the record. Alright, when we type up. For the record, month, we can read. We just. We, we can read. We just cannot type sometimes. No, when that's
1: f- furry f- Fury FC. I, it's
0: I like know. A soccer uh, Club. I know, but it threw me off. Oh, okay. Yeah, sometimes we cannot type, especially me. Oh, and Aaron,
1: I I can't type for to save my life. I, 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 well, Thank God, God for spell check.
0: You, you see me earlier with the Richmond International Speedway supposed Richmond, Virginia was supposed to be in there, so. But no, it, it, sometimes we cannot type. Okay, we're gonna do this again. <laughs> and a attacked Ottawa Fury FC forward Oliver Minatel today during the team's Air Canada Jazz flight to Atlanta for Saturday's NASL match against the Silverbacks. CBC reports the man attempted to use his headphones as a garret to strangle the former CD national player just before the plane landed at Hartsville-Jackson. Fury coach Mark, Do- Mark Dos Santos told CBC the man was pulled aside before the flight for additional screening but was allowed to board regardless. Minnesota is physically fine, and the Atlanta FBI office is investigating the case. Another one of your soccer stories, so I'm sure you're happy about that. I, don't know. The,
1: I, don't, I don't that, know. That's crazy, right there. I would hate to be strangled. I'd hate to be strangled anyway. Like if I had to be killed, like if, say I had to be picked, like if I was gonna be murdered. Say you got to pick how you were murdered. I would probably pick a gunshot. Would probably be the quickest and easiest death.
0: But but what if it's like 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 you know a major douchebag and he's like oh a gunshot and like shoot you in the kneecap? Yeah, but you're not gonna ever die.
1: I mean, unless this is like the 1800s, you're not gonna die from a gunshot to the kneecap. No, no I'm talking
0: about like he's he's making it so painful to you. Like yeah. he's going from kneecap, kneecap, elbow, elbow, wrist, wrist, ankle, ankle, and then eventually he's going to shoot what, you in the head. Well, yeah, uh, that that.
1: Would definitely. Maybe, I would not pick that one, but or maybe I just have a sadistic mind. I think maybe I'm learning some things about you. It's kind of making me nervous. Video recording this in the in the closet with all these blunt objects around. You take my you, kneecaps you, you out, need, and my elbows, and all this.
0: You need to come out of the closet.
1: <laughs> you walked right into that. One. I did. I did. Um, but yeah, I think. Uh, like I said, though, I, I would hate to be strangled. I'd hate to choke to death, to struggle, or drowned, or be burned alive. So basically, I basically just want to die in my sleep. That's what I'm saying, I guess.
0: I, I would I would just want I you you I I don't even know where I'm going with that. I probably the reason why I've such I have this such a sadistic mind is because I watched The Devil's Rejects over the weekend. Did you? I watched it the Netflix. Yeah, I watched. I watched it. that. I like I like Rob Zombie's films. I do. I do. I like Rob Zombie's music too. I do too. I do too. Yeah. I... I, I I like uh, what was it Thunder Kiss 65. It's an awesome, awesome uh, song. But uh, no, it, I watched that and I watched Django Unchained. Django Unchained is also a good movie. Yeah, it's it's an it's an awesome awesome movie. I I loved it. I loved the way I, I love Christoph Volk's anyway. So you know it, I, I I thought he'd done a great job in it. Same for I I had no idea Leonardo DiCaprio could pull that off.
1: Yeah, it, it.
0: Um, I, I'm, I'm
1: a huge fan of Quentin Tarantino films, though. So.
0: Yeah, I don't. I, I don't think I've watched one film of his that I,
1: I've disliked.
0: Yeah, I've, I've seen, I've seen both Kill Bills. I've seen Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction's a great movie. Um, I have not seen Reservoir Dogs yet. It's a great movie. I, yeah, it's a really good movie. I haven't seen. It. I've seen Jungle Unchained. I've seen Inglorious. Mm-hmm. Bastards. Uh, yeah, I've seen. I, I've seen the biggest majority of his movies, with the exception of a few. Uh, moving right along, though. Uh, Reds manager Brian Price
1: attacked Cincinnati Inquirer beat reporter C. Trent Rosenkrantz today in a lengthy and profane rant that accused the scribe of being too good at the job of accurately reporting news about the Cincinnati Reds. The Inquirer had previously and accurately reported that the Reds' all-star catcher, Devin Messarocco, wasn't with the team for Saturday's loss in St. Louis. This uh, This enraged Price. Who accused the paper of basically treason in a rant that totaled by the inquirer counts 77 F bombs. that right there is is legendary. I don't know if I mean because it was a well thought out rant too. It wasn't like he was just going F F F F F F F F F seventy seven times. He was, you know He was strategically Yeah, he was putting F bombs throughout his throughout his rant and so, you know, that, that takes staying power. And, and, you know, kudos to you, Brian Price, for, you know, for being able to uh, pepper in 50, or 77 F-bombs. Again, that's the, the common math right there.
0: It, it reminds me of the Kansas City Rules uh, ma- manager that got mad at the uh, reporters. And he, he got mad. He slammed the door, went into his office, came back out, looked all, all over and was like, put that in your pipe and smoke it, and slammed the door again. I, I
1: love a good manager meltdown. Yeah. I love a good manager meltdown.
0: Just a coaching in general. Just like it. I, you ever watch like garbage time with Katie Nolan?
1: Oh, I can't say that I have.
0: It's it's, it, it's, it's a good show. She, there and she said that one time she said that she believes all uh, coaches should wear jerseys just like in baseball. <laughs> but we're okay. good. But uh, no, actually I, I'm going I'm to throw in my bad news story that I picked up this week. Because uh, it pertains to the sort of the one before, it's a baseball thing. And, uh, the reason why I picked this one up was because of where I am—a Los Angeles Dodgers fan—and I feel like this should come to fruition. And if I ever see the owner for uh, Arizona Diamondbacks, I'm gonna punch him in the face. Anyway, um, we'll give you a little bit of a background. Back in 2013, a Dodgers, uh, Dodgers fans whose fr- a Dodger fan whose friends and family faced the wrath of Diamondbacks under King Kendrick for wearing blue shirts says uh, the episode was the worst experience she ever had at a sporting event, event, and that it left her 7-year-old daughter scared and confused. Uh, Anna H., that's all they gave, uh, said that Kendrick, who in her... uh, Kendrick was verbally abusive, not only towards her 20-member group, which was seated behind home plate, but also towards several uh, Diamondbacks employees. She says Kendrick confirmed her, saying and, quote, the mistake you made was coming here with those clues, quote, and demanded the group change into Diamond Bag's gear for, uh, or be removed by security. Kendrick cited a policy on the back of their tickets that no, one, uh, that no one in the group could actually find, even in the fine print. Uh, also, she also says that the Diamond Bag's sales manager, Tim Martin, told her he'd never heard of the policy until that evening. And for the rest of the game, their public relations staff, Set there with them in the suite for the rest of the game. Now, previously in 2012, they attended uh, the, a Dodgers game there in the same seats, but there was no problems. Fast forward to just a week ago, and we have a Dodgers fan in Chase Field's Battle Box suite appeared to be told to remove his cap and put on a Companion's Diamondbacks jersey during yesterday afternoon's uh, game, not really, an incident similar to around two years ago that a ballpark patron called the worst experience she had ever had at a sporting event. The Diamondbacks Diamond maintain a policy banning fans in those $3,000 behind-the-plate seats uh, from wearing the opposing team's gear, but we've never heard of the rule being enforced any on anyone not wearing Dodger Blue. If you've been forced to change clothes by Ken, uh, Kendrick, a man worth uh, hundreds of millions of dollars, or any other Diamondbacks, staffer, Please let us know.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. Like you're paying. I, I might mean, not understand. You want to highlight your team, you know, especially and, as an owner in, in those expensive seats. But again, these fans are paying money. If they wanted to wear a Santa Claus outfit, and it's July fifteenth, they're
0: paying the three grand for the tickets. Let them wear it. If i If I'm gonna pay three grand to go to a baseball game to watch a baseball game, I'm gonna sit there butt naked if I have to. <laughs> All right, you would are you body be, paint. I will body paint myself Dodger blue. Okay, I will go there butt naked, or with, or with a, a speedo on, whichever. I think a
1: speedo'd probably be easier to not get arrested.
0: Yeah, true. But then again, they'd probably arrest me anyway because I'd be scarring some kids. <laughs> <laughs> More than this owner is. But you know, and, but if I'm sitting there and I'm wearing my very expensive Do- uh, Los Angeles Dodgers jersey. Los Angeles. Body paint. Yeah, or my Los Angeles Dodgers body paint on, and I'm being told that I need to wear the Diamondback uh, jerseys in my very expensive sweet seats that I purchased with my hard-earned cash. I'm going to punch this guy in the throat.
1: Yeah, I, it's it's a little it's really ridiculous. More baseball news. Uh, the Kansas City Royals are serving disgusting hot dogs. Uh, we're gonna send out a. a Picture later in a tweet today about this, um, and in the picture there's going to be one normal-looking hot dog, and then a dollar hot dog. Like here, if you're in Charleston, we have the power, a minor league team filled with the Pirates. They um, they do buck nights where you get dollar hot dogs, dollar beers, dollar soft drinks, all that, and it's just a way to get you know fans out to the stadium and, and you know increase revenue. Well, the Royals and they've been accused of this before because they share you know vendors with the Chiefs as well on Buck Night, selling nasty, rotten hot dogs. And, and you know, it's, it's, it's disgusting. Um, and the picture we got from the KCTV 5, and it was snapped by a Rules fan who attended last Friday's game at Kauffman Stadium. The first not entirely revolting hot dog is what is available to fans who want to pay normal prices for food. The, uh, the disgusting-looking, I guess you could call it a hot dog, stuffed in some moldy bread, uh, was what you got for a dollar. Um it's bad it's disgusting and the the people up in Coffin Stadium are, are, or are the fans anyway are really upset with not only the stadium but also Aramark food vendors who are doing that because you know that that's just sickening it's disgusting fans shouldn't be made to eat that that crap just because they want to save a, a buck um you know and, and it's it's i get revolting i don't even eat do you eat hot dogs i eat hot dogs do you eat like the all beef or do you just hot dogs
0: you don't just, care just, just hot dogs I like, go, go to the store and I get those um, uh, rot oats mm-hmm. and I cook those especially around 4th of July I've done that last year I don't I don't have a good hot dog what, what, what's ideal for your hot dog what goes what are you what, are your what, what goes on the hot dog is what every West Virginia puts on their hot dog and that is cuslaw, chili and slaw I, I put I love coleslaw so much that so I put it on my hamburger Really? Yes, and I, I will eat... I will get, like, a tub of coleslaw. This is why I'm so fat. i <laughs> <laughs> This is the whole reason. Curse you, coleslaw. <laughs> Curse you. Curse you, coleslaw. Curse you, chili cheese, jalapeno nachos that they sell at the, at the Walker Convocation Center. Curse you all. Now I'm stuck here eating carrots and salad. Eating rabbit food. I'm eating like a rabbit. I'm eating celery and... And with peanut butter, which ain't bad, but it sucks at the same time, because I want a hot dog or a giant hamburger like a man. And what's really funny about this
1: rant is we just came from a cookout uh, here on campus, and me, they me had well, hot dogs and hamburgers and all the fixings. And I, I,
0: I was sitting there, like, tap, jump, t- tapping my feet, okay? I was like... Wanting to go get a hot dog, but and you could
1: smell it because it was windy too.
0: Yeah, and like, and then Scotty and and <laughs> Forrest comes over. like, y'all, y'all gonna go sit get something No, just like a giant bite out of their hamburger or hot dog. And I'm just like, come oh, on, man, no, no. But anyway, back to the back to the uh, sub. I'll I'll take uh, the Fritos scoops, and I'll eat. You'll dip it in coleslaw? I'll dip it in coleslaw. That is disgusting. <laughs> no. That is disgusting. <laughs> it is not disgusting.
1: It is. It tastes really, really good. I can prov- I, I okay, I, I understand where that's coming from, because I'll take the cinnamon twist from Taco Bell and dip it in their cheese cups. Uh-huh. It sounds
0: disgusting. <laughs> it <does. laughs> see, see, the most disgusting food sometimes it sounds awesome, except for peanut butter and bologna. That's disgusting. Please tell me you don't eat that. (laughs) No, that's my Uh, brother. (laughs) (laughs) My brother eats stuff like that, and I'm like, God, no, stop
1: it. Peanut butter and banana sandwiches are good.
0: I love peanut butter
1: and
2: banana I don't like them
1: grilled, though. I don't like them with the buttery taste. No. I'll just plain white bread, peanut butter and bananas. I I get get, get whole wheat bread. You can tell (laughs) we record this before we eat anything, because inevitable, we always talk about (laughs) food, whether it's
0: restaurants, chicken wings. Pizza. We're either, we're either sitting here talking about food, professional wrestling, or just something random like the, like the movies earlier. Man, we we get off topic easy. Off topic easy. But, no, yeah, I, I love I love a good chili and slow hot dog. I think it make,
1: just makes you West Virginian. West Virginian.
0: Yes, it does. Nobody else, I don't know anybody else that does that.
1: I, I don't eat hot dogs or hamburgers, so I, I couldn't tell you. <laughs>
0: Um, I thought he was telling me that at the at the picnic, and I'm sitting there I'm like,
2: oh, man, I want like something. What kind there. of miserable
1: life does he live? <laughs> ah! I want to eat. <laughs> I want to eat it. Um, but you know, moving right along to the um, the final story of the SnapJab segment or the Bad News segment, excuse me. Britt McHenry. Uh, I'm sure by now you've seen the video of her in the tr- in the tow yard, complaining because her car got towed. Uh, And she just treats the woman like like filth. Like, she's totally disgusted by being there until she looks up and sees she's on camera. And, you know, again, if you haven't seen the video, definitely check it out. But you can tell she has that oh-my-god moment when she looks up and realizes she's on camera. But it doesn't stop her. She continues to berate this woman. She, you you know, talks about maybe she should have all her teeth or maybe she should lose 100 pounds or... She says, at least I finished college, sweetheart, or I'm on TV, I'll sue you. And to me, like, that's, I hate that about, you know, and I don't want this to come off as a sexist remark, because I'm, I'm not. Women in sports, you know, especially in our, our field, um, you know, for the most part, they are pretty attractive-looking women. Yeah. But also, with that being said, they also know their stuff, because they can't get by on their looks alone. Uh, with that being said I really feel like that's what Britt McHenry has done she, I feel like she's she's gotten off on the fact that she is a, a decent looking woman um, because she's a she has a very miserable personality she's um, and she just treats people like garbage you know she, treat people like you want to be treated I understand that you've probably had uh, an awesome life as um, I'm trying not to, to burst out in laughter right here as, as uh, something funny is happening uh, right across the room, but, um, you know, just treat people how you want to be treated, and don't, you know, just because somebody's stuck at a job doing something that is way beneath you, don't, it doesn't give you the right to be like, oh, I'm, I'm a thousand times better than this person because I'm on the news, I'm on TV, because at the end of the day, we are in the entertainment market, yeah, and we're not a necessity, we're not. People, our jobs are not necessities. If something, if somebody was to come down like if we were to be ruled by kings and they like banished all the entertainers, you know what? We'd be out of a job and we'd have to go find something else to do. I'm gonna back to McDonald's. Yeah, and, and you know, you never know a person's struggle or journey, so you should never, until you've, I guess, I don't want to say it's so cliche, but until you've walked, you gotta walk a mile in someone's shoes before you can comment on it. And I, she just rubbed me the wrong way. Uh, she's she reminds me so much of a less successful Aaron Andrews. Yeah. And Erin Andrews is another one of those girls who has mediocre talent, or excuse me, women who has mediocre talent and has gotten, you know, I think she's gotten a boost because of her, her looks. Um, did you see the tweet that she sent out when the Ole Miss basketball player got popped for a failed drug test a few two years ago? Yeah. His name is Marshall Henderson, um, and she tweeted out something about he failed a drug test, and she responded to it saying, ha, I bet you won't, you know, criticize people now or something like that. And he responded to that and said, you know, I, I, I'll remember that. Two years later, Aaron Andrews' famous boyfriend who plays for the Los Angeles Kings gets arrested for meth and molly and uh, fell. And so he, what happens? Marshall Henderson tweets her back and he says, how about your boyfriend? So I love that. I love that right there. Usually I don't like trolls on the Internet, but I love that right there. That's
2: you, you, you
0: gotta have a good troll every now and again. Kind of like going right now. <laughs> but, you know,
1: how... I, I just, again, I I don't want to, you know, it's very easy, I could very easily see how people might think that this is coming off very sexist, and I'm not, I have I have a daughter and I'm all for, you know, equal rights for, for everybody, everybody should have the same opportunity, it shouldn't matter whether you're a male, female, black, white, Chinese, you know, sure. Jewish, it shouldn't matter, you, everybody's a person, we've, we, I feel like that's a common theme, at least every ten episodes of our show, we get into this Everyone is a person. They should be treated as a person. Doesn't yep. matter where you're from, what your background is. So that's my hot horse. Britt McHenry should be fired from ESPN. She's marginally, marginally talented. Uh, she's not, and apparently there's a lot of ESPN um, personalities who, who don't like her. There was a uh, article released by Deadspin where several e- there were several uh, interviews done by ESPN, you know, officials and employees that said. They don't like her. That they think that this, ref- and it they are true. It does reflect poorly on them as a whole. You know when somebody acts like that. So that's my horse. I'm gonna step down now.
0: She needs. She needs to stop being an egg, ignorant. You know what? Yeah, she needs to.
1: She uh, really would go a long way for her. I, I really feel, believe that.
0: I, I feel like if I ever if I ever met Brittany Britt, Britt McKinley, she would not want to be around me because I am a type of person. I have I have broken my back. I and I'm not doing this to brag. Okay, I have broken my back. I have worked fast food. I have worked uh, a retail. Okay, I've had customers,
1: and they're not—they're not glamorous jobs by no. any means. Because I think the vast majority gave, of people, yeah.
0: I gained 15 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I gained 15 pounds from McDonald's simply from the grease. Okay, I was cussed out by a stinky old man at Dollar General because I gave his wife. A Xbox live card Instead of a track phone card And it was an honest mistake Okay And you know And I've had my I've had my uncle Ride on top of me Because you know I'm a licensed carpenter So I've had to help him out With carpentry And and construction Because you know He got a new place So I had to help him I had to build his house I had to you know Build his Well not his house I had to build his building Because he got a trail I had to build, help him build this building. I had to help him build this. I had to help him build that, you know. And I, I still got stuff going on. Sure. So, you know, I, I feel like her, she would not want to be around me. And if she was anyway, you know, I would I would love to put her in the shoes of that woman. Uh, yeah, because, again, you know, you, she, I think,
1: uh, like I said just a few minutes ago, humility would go a long way for her. Yeah. Because... You know, like you, I've, I've had to do, do jobs that are not glamorous at all. I, I've worked fast food. I've worked retail. Um, I got fired from Target and on my last day because I was a seasonal worker. They had me go clean the men's restroom, and I was a cashier. And it was disgusting, but I did it because I thought I was going to get a job. Did I get a job after that? No. They said, thank you for your time. We'll see you next Christmas. I yeah. wait tables for a living. I get, you know, looked down upon my whole life, but you know what? I'm happy. I pay my bills. I'm getting ready to go, and... Forty-eight days to Disney. I'm taking my family to Disney for the second time in two years. Life could be a lot worse.
0: I I I heard this from a fellow uh, from a fellow West Virginian. You know Steve Army, mm-hmm. family feud and everything. Everybody knows who Steve Irby is. He's from West Virginia. Mm-hmm. Well, there was this guy, and I, I I shared it on Facebook, and the guy had he got hit by a train. And he told uh, he, he sitting there telling Steve Harvey. He said, "Yeah, I got a little flesh wound." Pop top his prosthetic leg and shows it to Steve Harvey, and <laughs> it was hilarious. His reaction. But Steve Harvey looked at him. He said, "You know what?" He said, "Yeah." He said, "I love the attitude that you got because you're sitting there saying it's only a flesh one when you've lost your whole leg." He said, "I love that." He said that he and he was sitting there explaining. It, they call it the ten ninety group. And he was sitting there explaining. He said, you know, he said, life is 10% of what happens to you and 90% of what you're going to do about it. Exactly, yeah. And, you know, I've, I've, ha- I've had I've had teachers, I've told you this earlier, I've had teachers tell me I was going to be standing on the side of the road picking up uh, cans. Not today. Not today, not today. I am the radio student of the year. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, honestly, you know, a, a good hard work will change anybody. Yeah. You know, working, working straight down to the bone if you have to. I know, I know people like that. Uh, and, and it, I think that's
1: going to do it for our SnapJab segment. Or yeah. Bad News. That's we're, definitely going to do it for Bad News. Yeah,
0: we went on a lot of ramps.
1: We did. I know. This, this show is going to be long. Uh, hopefully you guys will, will check it out. Um, but in closing, I would like to, again, thank Jake Witko for coming on the show to plug Russell-Thon. Definitely get out there and check that out. You can follow them on Twitter at Russell Thon. You can also follow the charity that they support, Child's Play Charity, at CP Charity on Twitter. The event takes place 24th to 26th Central Time. They are in Texas, um, so you know, definitely, definitely follow them on Twitch TV. That's going to be who I plug this week. And do you have a podcast?
0: Anything you want to plug this week? Uh, I, I, uh, the people I'm plugging in this week is BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed uh, News, uh, they do a lot of stuff with YouTube, I uh, watch them again, it's another addictive uh, uh, channel, because I sit there and done homework and I found myself at 8 o'clock at night still watching it, I'm like, oh, I have to do a five page paper. I have to get off here now yes, and I still can't get off there, but no I go check out BuzzFeed, uh, they do a lot of cool stuff, um, one of the coolest things that they do and it's, they call themselves the Try Guys which is the, the, the males of the office that they work at and they tried to party at the legal limit Mm-hmm. And one thing that they found out that, you know, some, some, uh, one person was a light drinker, and, you know, another person was a heavy drinker, and he, he had a high tolerance. But they said that, you know, they went straight to the legal limit, and the longer you sit there, the higher your blood alcohol level goes up. So that's, that's why a lot of people get caught. Mm-hmm. Even if they drink a beer, because their huh. blood alcohol level will still go up. That's pretty interesting. I had no, no idea about that. I, I didn't, I didn't know, know it either, but, you know, go, go check them out. Uh, and you know
1: how you can find us. We are on YouTube. I promise you, we're on YouTube. I'm really bad about sending uh, LFA our show after I produce it. Gonna get better about that. I, and I, I've been really bad about posting them. This semester's been. These. The, I feel like April's been a semester of itself. Yeah. Um. But you can follow us on YouTube by searching the Triple Name Sports Show. You can follow us on Twitter at Three Name Sports Show. You can follow myself, Aaron Lynch Kelly, on Twitter at Pageant Dad 88.
0: And you can follow me on Twitter
1: at Ninety Five. Also, we are on the Mopcast Network. You can follow us on Twitter or on you can follow Mopcast Network on Twitter as well. We're also on Podbean and on iTunes. Uh, we're slowly branching out there. I know we're gonna eventually get on to some new streams and some rabble TV in the in the near future. Um, just just be looking out for us. We're also in the process of creating a new show that will air during the summer. When it's you know a, kind of a downtime here for state athletics, um, so definitely just keep an eye out for that. There's great things on the horizon, and uh, just just have a great weekend. Definitely, but definitely make sure you go out and support the wrestlethon charity.
2: Thank you for listening to the Mobcast. Note.